Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. And uh, this this podcast episode is more of a warning about things that I see happening in the near future, unfortunately. And um, it is best that you prepare. And uh, by preparation, I mean beans, bullets, band-aids, you know, the three bears, not Battlestar Galactica beats and... Um, Bean, beans? Is it Beans Beats in Battlestar? I don't know. I, I forget the phrase from The Office, but um, not that one. No, I'm talking seriously here. Um, things things are going downhill, and they're going downhill faster than I anticipated. And I have a feeling this is part of the World Economic Forum agenda that Biden just... I don't know. I don't know why he... He hates this country so much, but for some reason, our actual uh, priorities are not on his agenda. None of them. I, I can't figure out why. So, why do I say all of this? Why do I think that, that this is what is happening? Well, for one, you've got, uh, let's see here, the banks are crashing. <clears throat> That's happening. They basically made the FDIC bankrupt so that nobody with small deposits in banks can get their money when shit happens. And if they do, it's going to be printed by the Federal Reserve, which means, yes, you, you get that number of your let's say you have fifty thousand dollars in your bank and the banks are collapsing when they bail you and everybody else out who are under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you get your money they printed it therefore it doesn't have the same buying power it had when it was sitting in your bank account again they they just um bent you over and um took your money if you know what i'm saying so yeah the other things that are happening. Oh, the ATF gains financial information on potential gun buyers for warrantless tracking. This is from the Epoch Times. For some reason, it appears they're coming for your guns. And I was told by a good friend, Biden's not going to come for your guns. It's just not, trust me, trust me when I say this. And I'm like, Dude, you're trusting a politician, which means your word is no better than his. Why? No. Like, sorry. Like, you you just put all of your faith into this one dude. Um, not buying it. And I haven't. And uh, so far, uh, again, I've been proven right. I, I've got a pretty good track record with uh, being right on this shit. It's kind of scary. The federal government has been using Americans' income and gun purchases to conduct warrantless tracking and deny Second Amendment rights. Hmm. Agents from the Bureau of Alcohol... Ah. The, the ATF. I'm just going to say ATF. Uh, gave salary estimates to the Federal Bureau of... To the FBI as the reason to have people's firearm purchases monitored. Salary estimates? What the? Why would the FBI need salary estimates? Doesn't make any whole hell of a lot of sense to me, but let's look into this a little bit further, shall we? Eric Pratt, Senior Vice President of Gun Owners of America, told the Epoch Times that the ATF's activities monitoring innocent people is a serious problem. 
no shit. We've kind of, if you remember the 90s, we've seen what the ATF did in the past. And if you remember Duncan Lump, uh, yeah, they, they were wrong. They were wrong about the rifle that he owned. Just going to say, they killed a guy in cold blood while saying he owned a rifle that wasn't legal in the state of Maryland. And then when they looked at the rifle, they're like, oh shit, that, that's legal here. And he passed background checks. Well, darn. <laughs> it's not funny. It's seriously not funny. Uh, you can look into that case yourself if you would like. But um, this is kind of where we're heading with all this bullshit that I'm reading about right now. Congress needs to rein in this rogue agency by either exercising oversight over it or abolishing the unconstitutional agency altogether. Again, Keep in mind that the FBI, the ATF, they were all, none of these were created by Congress. These were uh, signed in by presidents through executive order. They were supposed to be temporary, but as we know, there's nothing more, temp more permanent than a temporary government program. These revelations come from new documents viewed by the Epoch Times, which revealed from its FOIA lawsuit. The latest production from the FOIA has hundreds of pages, many redacted, showing ATF agents requesting warrantless surveillance by the FBI for lawful reasons, such as low salaries? What? FBI for lawful reasons, such as low salaries, past firearm purchases, and sending bizarre messages. Can you define bizarre? Because I'm pretty sure it's just going to be whatever the frick you don't like to hear. Sending bizarre messages. Okay, I'm so glad that they're just focused on stuff here. It almost sounds like a generalized uh, term in order to collect everything because everything could be deemed uh, by someone to be bizarre. Let's see here. The Epoch Times exclusively reported in January about the FBI's secret monitoring service that tracks people by the National Instant Criminal Background Check System for gun purchases for mere potential viol mere potential violations of law. Potential. Uh, potential violations. Not that they did violate the law for potentially violating the law are we fucking serious now is, is this happening this is kind of like my i hate to go back to this but my my strike on youtube where they're saying that a video i made may have violated their policies like they're not sure if it did or not so they just removed it anyways and gave me a strike so i can't be monetized so yeah i may have violated potential violations of law <clears throat> This is uh, becoming very insane. They either did or they didn't. And if they didn't, then fucking leave them alone. Too poor to buy guns. What the f... I don't understand where the hell this is going. According to the documents, a man in Arizona was put into the NICS daily monitoring because he has a reported income of only $2,839, the ATF agent wrote. In my experience, someone with this amount of income would not be able to afford 20 firearms. It's called bartering, you asshole. Like, what the hell? Sorry. Yeah, so he only makes $2,839. 
would not be able to afford 20 firearms. Well, did he buy all 20 firearms at one time? Did he put them on credit? Like, how? what is the story here? An Asian man in Texas was put on a manual background check because the ATF said that he has no work history. Perhaps he's independently wealthy. Why, why are you being racist against Asians? Stop Asian hate. Which could possibly indicate that he is, he is straw purchasing? Oh, purchasing for other people. Huh. Okay. Right. A special agent in Kansas emailed ATF's liaison at the NICS to flag two purchasers for potential trafficking. The agent wrote, my targets, my targets, targets, that's, yeah, are purchasing an abundance of firearms without a license or known financial means to obtain the product. The FBI's NICS expert instructed the agent in Kansas on what to include to ensure approval for tracking the suspects. I would suggest covering the lack of income versus expenditures and also if there is substantial make-model duplications, wrote the FBI. ATF agent emailed back with the income for each man acquired by the Kansas Department of Labor. Wow. All the cases in the documents are related to the ATF investigating dealing firearms without a license and straw purchasing, which is buying guns for people prohibited from owning a firearm. <clears throat> but they don't know if that's what is happening. Weird, right? That, that's pretty weird. Tracking income. This is why they want a digital currency. So that when you go to the gun store and you say, I'd like to buy that 12 gauge behind the counter, it'll be come back as denied because uh, they don't need it. They, they don't deem it to be a necessary purchase. Gun rights activists say federal law enforcement is missing the mark. <laughs> the poor usually live in areas with the most criminal, most crime and thus have a strong need to arm themselves heavily, Pratt said. So targeting the indignant, Indignant is simply another avenue for gun grabbers to implement a backdoor gun ban. ATF headquarters will not disclose how it acquired the other suspects' incomes, employment information, and past gun purchases found in the FOIA forms. You know, a lot of people also do side jobs. They get paid in cash to do this or that. They save up their money. Um... And this is where I'm sure that, you know, if it isn't the ATF or the FBI, that they're going to pass it on to, I don't know, the 87,000 new IRS agents who are, hey, uh, this guy shouldn't be able to afford this gun because he only made two grand. You should audit him. <laughs> we are unable to discuss specific techniques utilized in criminal investigations. They didn't commit a crime. So how is this a criminal investigation? There's no evidence here that they committed a crime. Yeah, ATF utilizes a multitude of legal means in our criminal investigations to protect our communities from violent gun crime. You haven't done very well now, have you? Long necker re 
referred the Epoch Times to the National Tracking Center website for information about several overt programs such as multiple sales and demand letters that can be helpful to identifying illegal firearms tracking. Buying too many guns. I'm going to end on this paragraph here. A black man in Florida was monitored daily by the FBI. Racist. For at least 90 days in 2020 because an ATF agent wrote... Based on my training and experience in shooting dogs, I have not seen a legal firearms purchaser purchase approximately 30 firearms in a 120-day window for their personal collection. I have not seen a legal firearms purchaser purchase approximately 30 firearms in a hundred... Huh? What the heck? Buying too many guns. <clears throat> what does that have to deal with a black man in Florida? And this is all in the same paragraph. So anyways, yeah, they are tracking people. And they say, you don't have enough money to buy that. How did you purchase that? And who are you buying it for? What? No, people do save money. There is something called cash. And stay the fuck out of our wallets, you chintzy bastards. So, yeah, they're now using your income to say whether or not you should have a gun. That's what it comes down to. And the ATF and FBI are actually sharing information here, unlike they did before 9-11. So, um, yeah, interesting times that we live in, and it just gets worse. Yeah, um, there are, FBI is now a weaponized apparatchik of the presidential administration from a whistleblower. This is also from the Epoch Times. There's a growing divide between the rank and file officers of the FBI and upper management, according to FBI agent turned whistleblower, Steve Friend. Who's our friend? He's everybody's friend. We like Steve. And it's those at the top who are pushing the political agenda. I spent close to nine years in the FBI, spent a good chunk of my time just keeping my head down and working the cases in front of me, friend noted on a March 14th interview with NTI News, the Epoch Times sister outlet. There are a lot of agents that sort a lot uh, that sort of share that sentiment and just want to drive the mission forward. Unfortunately, there's a big disconnect between the rank and file and the ma management class, and as you climb the ladder, it's tending to become more and more political. Weird. You think they would just focus on doing their damn jobs. The evidence, friend said, could be seen in the Bureau's dis disparate treatment of pro-life activists like Mark Hawk whose home was raided by the FBI over an altercation outside of a Planned Parenthood, and pro-abortion activists like those who protest outside the Supreme Court justice homes, which were never investigated. And it's fucking illegal! Do they not know what the law is? You cannot pro protest outside the homes of Supreme Court justices? Do, did they not? Did they just skip that one? What the bleep is going on here? I think there's an argument to be made that the FBI has now just become a weaponized uh, apparatus of the presidential administration, he said, holding that the public trust in the agency has diminished largely as a result of the perception of political bias. Blowing the whistle. Friend, now a senior fellow at the Center for Renewing America, previously worked as a special agent in the FBI's Jacksonville, Florida office. 
but was suspended from the agency after he came forward last September with concerns about how the Bureau was handling child sexual abuse cases, which he investigated and was taken off of. They don't care about your kids. And allegations that cases were being inappropriately assigned. They did not care about abused children. Friend also objected to the FBI's use of SWAT teams to arrest individuals suspected of committing misdemeanors during the January 6th Capitol breach. Misdemeanors! Like stealing a piece of candy from a convenience store is a misdemeanor. Parking inappropriately outside in a handicapped spot is a misdemeanor. These are misdemeanors, and they're using SWAT teams to catch these people. According to a March 6th letter written by whistleblower organization Empower Oversight, Friend was informed in December by the Department of Justice Office of the Inspector General that after careful consideration, bullshit, the OIG has decided against opening an investigation into his allegations. Yeah, because they're, they've gone woke and they need to go broke. However, on March 16th, DOJ Assistant Inspector General Sean O'Neill responded that the DOJ Inspector General Michael Hurwitz still intends to schedule an interview with Mr. Friend regarding his disclosures. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going to sit down they're going to say, like, dude, why don't you just shut the bleep up? Like, you could still be working here. You get a paycheck. Like, what the hell is your problem? And he's going to be like, I'm working with a bunch of assholes. And, um... Either they go or and get this gets fixed or I go. And yeah. <laughs> Prior to his suspension, Friend was involved in investigations related to the J6 Capitol breach, an incident he said could only be fully understood through radical transparency. I'm hoping that this slow drip of surveillance footage is just eventually is just eventually abandoned and we just get the whole amount of it. Alluding to the recent exposés aired by Tucker Carlson, there's no reason why it should be leaked out slowly because that's just just gives cannon fodder to both sides to accuse the other of cherry-picking their information. Although I will say that with Tucker, yeah, he focused on three well-known individuals. I think that was the way to go as a journalist. As a reporter, you have to have a story. Um... If he had just thrown out all 42,000 hours of video footage, they would accuse him of being the new Julian Assange, and we know what the fuck happened to that guy. Well, it's irresponsible. You're revealing uh, classified information, and you put people's lives in danger, and how dare you do that? They would have had those shitty arguments as well. Either way, Tucker was screwed, but Tucker, I think, made, made the right decision he decided that he was going to tell a story that an audience can grasp. And by focusing on the Buffalo Shaman, by focusing on, uh, uh, who, who is the douchebag that was actually orchestrating the whole thing, but was never, <laughs> you, you know who I'm talking about, that guy. Uh, for some reason, never brought up in charges. Weird. Oh, boy. Watchdog Group launches investigation into Biden's <clears throat> woke army. Let's see what they're referring to here. And again, this 
to me, in my eyes, is all tied to World Economic Forum BS. This is also through the Epoch Times. The Foundation for Government Accountability is launching an investigation into a recent executive order the group called an unprecedented scheme they believe violates the democratic process. Well, yeah, it also violates several laws that we have. In a press release, they say they are sounding the alarm on the woke army being assembled inside the federal government. Again, they're coming for your guns and they're shutting down the banks. So, what could this mean? Through an executive order titled Executive Order Further Advancing Racial Equity and Support for Underserved Communities Through the Federal Government. If you're white, they're going to take your shit. This is South Africa all over again. Remember those farmers, the white farmers who were killed and then the farm was handed over to people of color who didn't know how the fuck to farm and uh, everything went downhill. They're going to do that here. This is what this is. Oh no, we're redistributing to people who are at a disadvantage because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Of course they're not farmers. They've never played in dirt in their lives. (sighs) FGA announced that other investigation will include filing free FOIA requests targeting 23 agencies addressed in the Equity EO, including the Departments of State, Justice, Defense, Labor, Transportation, Social Security. Could white people end up getting less money than black people? education, and health and human services. The group will share the information they gather with Congress, the states, and the American people, according to their press release. FGA asserted that the plan was developed by a left-wing activist group and said it was designed to circumvent the normal democratic process and instead force their ideology onto Americans. Yep. Let's see here. FGA president, CEO, said the executive order. These equity teams are a Trojan horse planted in the heart of every federal agency to fundamentally change decision making across the bureaucracy. Their goal is to continuously and permanently embed left wing ideology into every agency action. This is why you really just need to form your own community. And again, they're going after the Amish. So the Amish already have their own community, and they're raiding farmers for selling meat and milk. Like, at gunpoint, they're going into these farms and saying, you can't do that, by the way, put it down. Put the, put the fork down. Yeah, um, for some reason, they feel like they need to do this shit at gunpoint <clears throat> to a pacifist community. Weird. We cannot allow this new woke army to force un-American philosophy into all corners of our federal government. They will degrade our nation's capabilities and effectiveness while undermining our liberty and security. Look at the military. They're wearing fucking high heels. It's crazy. We've seen the economic devastation over the past two years of the Biden presidency if radical ideology is ingrained into every policy and regularly and regulatory decisions um, at all agencies, the impact on the American people and the economy will be widespread, devastating, and impossible to reverse. 
they're coming for your guns. They're coming for your money. They will kick you out of your houses. Uh, this is where shit is heading. Why is he coming for the guns now as the banks are failing? Why? And keep in mind, part of his executive order on this gun grab, and that's what I'm going to refer to it as, is the fact that there's red flag laws put in there. Now, if we know anything about red flag laws, it means that certain agencies can decide to tattletale on people they don't like and say, we have a concern about this person owning firearms. And then the police show up at your door and say, like, well, we have a concern about you owning firearms and your mental health. And then you say, I don't have any. Well, and then you get to say, well, who is the source? Oh, it's it's an it's a confidential source, which means that it was another fucking government agency that went to them and got Duncan Lump killed. Just throwing that out there again. Um, this is where we're heading. A confidential source. It wasn't even. It, it wasn't even an anonymous source. Oh no, it was a confidential source with a file of information on somebody. Red flag laws. That's where we're heading. ATF will go to the FBI, and the FBI will go to the local sheriff's department, and they'll say, "Here's the information. Take their guns, and then you have no legal." Um, means of defending your constitutional right. FGA legal director spoke to the issue saying the clock is ticking on President Biden's term and the radical forces inside his administration and their partners on the outside know they have limited time to embed their leaders and practitioners into every federal agency before they lose power. Could this be the reason why Biden is trying to start World War III? And I'm not kidding when I say that. Um, because as we know, due to Seymour Hirsch, um, and I'm just going to go back to that article. I'm pretty sure I already covered it, but this, this does coincide with, um, with what we have been learning recently and it's that i'm telling you he did it seymour hirsch blames biden for Nord Stream attack so he's coming for he's not he's not going to do a Bi, uh oh biden he's not going to do an obama and try to implement these executive orders just to have somebody else come in from the other party <clears throat> and override those through <clears throat> i don't know executive order okay because executive orders are not laws it's just, um, it's horribly stupid. He Biden thinks he's getting a second term. And this is what he's planning. And this comes from Seymour Hirsch, the Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who actually does his damn job. <clears throat> Told a national press club uh, in Washington, D.C. that Joe Biden made the decision to blow up Russia's Nord Stream pipelines because he saw being a war president as giving him a better chance at re-election. He is trying to get us into a war before the end of his first term. And 100%, 100% agree with this. I don't think he cares about what state the country will be in as long as he gets another term. And he gets to be the, the pusher of this cult agenda on the rest of us. Last month, Hirsch published a report as, uh, asserting that the pipelines were destroyed by the U.S. So let's go into 
let's see here, it's an act of war, don't do this, it's stupid, that's what Biden was told, and stupid is as stupid does. Uh, he did it, he did it, I'm telling you, he did it. This is Seymour Hersh. The Biden game is to wait it out and never say yes. <clears throat> so there's going to be a back and forth. Russia's going to push to know for a fact that the U.S. did it, even though it's pretty evident that they did <clears throat> and they want Biden wants Russia to declare war on the US and I don't think Putin's dumb enough to do that will he declare war on NATO is that the same thing possibly but it's not an all out direct assault on the US and Biden again when was the last time the US actually declared war on anybody oh no we go in using these policing actions like Vietnam, and then, you know, oh no, they declared war on us when they hit on 9-11. Uh, that was the excuse for Afghanistan. The journalist claimed that Biden wanted to escalate the conflict in order to position himself as a war president. I think Biden also saw beating up Russia as a ticket. Jack Kennedy is a classic example. Presidents always did well politically in wars. Hearst claimed that Biden made the decision in January to see if we can find a way to blow up those pipelines and put the Russians back in the dark ages. Again, that doesn't even make sense. So you know for sure that that came from Biden. Like, how does that put them back in the dark ages? Put them back in the dark ages and they can't use... They're selling the natural gas. They're selling it to somebody else. You're putting Germany back in the dark ages, not Russia. Dumbass. Again, stupid is as stupid does. We have noted that some Western media have been mysteriously quiet after Hirsch reported that the U.S. was behind the Nord Stream blast, but now those media, these media are unusually simultaneous, uh, simultaneously to make their voices heard. How would the U.S. account for such abnormality? Is there anything hidden behind the scenes? Yeah, so definitely. That's what's going on here. Okay, <clears throat> all this stuff is coming together. Why is all of this happening at the same time? Plus, <clears throat> what? Trump gets put back on YouTube and Facebook, and he announces, like, yeah, they're going to they're, they're gonna arrest me on Tuesday, <clears throat> and you should take your country back. Did he? Did he really? Um, I'm sure possibly he said this. But there's also the possibility with all of this, uh, what do they call that? The um, deep fakes. There's, there's also the very real, real possibility that um, this is to try to instigate people who they want to take the guns away from to go out and protest and do a bunch of horribly stupid stuff because Trump got arrested. Now, as Elon Musk said, if Trump does get arrested... For something they can't prove that he did, um, that guarantees that he's he's gonna end up winning the next election. Like there's unless <clears throat> unless you have a reinforced democracy, as pff, I don't know what happened in 2020, then um, yeah, there's a very real possibility Trump will end up winning because I don't know. Uh, America seems to favor political prisoners. Um, it's just kind of like, what are you hiding from us? Well, this guy must be really good if you're willing to lock him up instead of letting him run in an election. Uh, yeah. 
So anyways, that's where we're heading. They're coming to take your guns. They're they're stealing your money through inflation and through uh, making the FDIC uh, insolvent by handing your your money, the money that's supposed to insure your money, handing it over to rich people for being stupid. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I guess the the other thing to learn here is don't invest in Bitcoin because they that's not insured either. But but the Democrats have no problem spending it on their campaigns. Uh, was it F FTX? Yeah. So, anyways, that's about it for me today. This has been your weekly Monday update. And domestically, we are a shit show. So, having said that, keep on typing.